Raul, have you ever seen that indie comedy movie, uh, Sorry to Bother You? Dan, yes, I have seen that indie comedy oh. movie. Oh, Sorry you did. You. Sure. Oh, you did. Oh, cool. It was so weird that something in me said you should watch that. Yeah, and I actually went, I think I did one of these things that I sometimes do, which is go to too many go to a movie like force myself to go to a movie since I had mm-hmm. the idea that I should go see it without thinking do I feel like watching a movie right now or am I too tired to watch this thing and uh, I and I passed and I took a lot of naps in this that's a weird movie to watch yes movie. exactly <laughs> that is I've done that with a few movies uh-huh. uh and uh yeah like where you wake up and you're just like I'm in a fever dream I don't know what's happening right mm-hmm. now I don't know what's what and then the ending is so crazy to end on a movie like, or to the do that with a movie that white- ends equine that ending yeah Quite horses right equine yeah uh, it was 2018 so i was very high on both tessa thompson mm-hmm. and lakeith stanfield and on weeds maybe oh mm, 2018 nah maybe. not really oh okay Pretty i thought chill. that's where you were okay. every now and then some he- the heavy hitter would come out every now and then but i wrote i wrote a joke in my head in anticipation but uh, oh damn i'm sorry i didn't i didn't no that uh, was it that was it that, i thought yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, so the I gotta rewatch that. Um, definitely gonna rewatch it after this show that we covered this week because it's the same writer director. Uh, Boots Riley, the main the main character of Lakeith Stanfield slash David Cross uh-huh. uh, is pretty fun. Um, oh, is oh that's right, David <laughs> Cross in that white voice. Right, right. <laughs> oh, is he the voice? He is the voice. Oh, I don't. Wow. How did I not? I must have known that. I Lily know James, David Cross's Lily voice. Lily James is Tessa Thompson's voice. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Tessa Thompson, I remember. That sounds very Matt familiar. Matt Oswald is also a voice. Uh, and then I don't know who Ryan Corsi is. So, yeah. He's so he's, Danny Glover's voice. Oh, so, okay. Here's a few things. So, yeah, he's a pretty new dude. Sorry to bother you was the first oh, thing that he ha- that he wrote. Yeah. Boots Riley, yeah. Well, he's a new dude in music, right? But he's an old dude in. I'm sorry, he's an old, old dude in music. New dude in yeah, music, old dude in music. Yeah. So that's the 1991, coup. The coup, yeah. He the put coup. together. Right, and we've talked about the coup. I think off mic probably. Early 90s too was a hotbed of political rappers. There was a lot of like uh-huh. like message rap and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, that he was in his element. Dave, uh, I learned about a lot of those from Dave uh, Chappelle on the Block Party. Do you remember that when he had yeah. on like those guys, the dead president, pres, dead, dead press, dead press, yeah, with the White House, this is it the White House, the crack house, mm-hmm. and this and that, yeah, it's fun. Um, so yeah, he's a creative dude. Uh, coming out of that movie, I was definitely curious when I heard about um, this show. I am a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Didn't hear anything leading up about it, See, but then I, I yeah. did, and I oh. saw, I saw like this coming up. And I swear, if I didn't talk to you about it, I don't know who I talked to about it. I talked to somebody about it. Hmm. But yeah, you say yeah. you don't, you, this is the first you've heard of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't know he was doing anything oh, else. Oh, what's the show think. called? 
Did we say it? Yet? I said I'm a Virgo. Yeah, I just said uh, it okay. quickly. Um, it's the title of it will be the title. And, and of oh, the episode. Dan, you keep saying it, but Dan, yeah, I'm a Virgo. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I am not. Late August, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm a Cancer. Cool. Um, yeah. So this <laughs> phrase, though. So this phrase. Before we get into anything, I oh, know my it. Goodness, you know it. We know it as like a old school, like really old pickup line type thing, right? I don't know it from that. No. Like I'm. Oh yeah, I've heard my parents even. I think bring that up as like a thing when you get to know somebody you just say you just walk hey i'm a virgo like back when like the celestial sign you mean like what's your sign oh yeah yeah, what's your sign sure sure. oh yeah sorry what's your sign is the the... whole saying that he says no 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 sorry yeah yeah that i I, okay so yeah they truncated it a little bit but i wonder if it speaks to his age a little bit the old boots riley you know what i'm saying in terms of like keeping this alive he's born in 71 71. That was, yeah. uh, yeah, but that's a pretty old thing. Like, it the is. whole what's your sign? That's a groovy 60s thing, I think. Yeah. Like, that's I think you're was, right. That's when it was popping. But he has an uh, afro, so he does seem to represent, and a lot yeah, of his, even in his movies, right? Like, they have, like, there's like a, there's like a, uh, black exploitation kind of, uh, vibe. Like, yeah. A, yeah. Very pro black, pro probably, forward. We should probably talk about, so this show, uh, I'm a Virgo. It's, I think the biggest hurdle anyone's gonna have with this show, which is mm-hmm. like a like a, a show about they give the show gives you a nonsensical premise point at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it takes a minute to you understand that the world is also nonsensical, and I think that's gonna be a little mm-hmm. bit of a hurdle for people to jump over in this uh, coming of age story is what it really is. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I wonder too. It's like because a lot of people this is on Amazon, so this is a big mm. thing. Like, it, not like sorry to bother you that came and went from theaters. A lot of people probably didn't get their eyes, even though I think it it kind of built up uh, quite a following, um, on like a cult level, like streaming. Yeah. And I know it was available streaming and stuff. But yeah, you're right. Um, and this is definitely more grounded uh, compared to sure. sorry to bother you. I think more approachable. Uh, I the 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 what came into my mind when I was watching the first episode was the show Woke. Do you remember? Woke? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yep. I saw a lot of similarities between these two shows. Yep. Yep. Um, and we can get to some of the uh, with the playing with the sizes of things, like the practical mm-hmm. uh, nature of that. I thought oh, of some, yeah, some references to the that. The special effect work must be the the people who set the uh, at some point the parents of okay the premise. Uh, <laughs> I guess we yeah. eventually have to. Yeah. So uh, Mike Epps and uh, Carmen Ejogo uh, are. Right. The parents of uh, Jarrell Jerome as Cootie, that's uh, Martise and La Francine, are the parents of Cootie, a baby who was born gigantic and just kept getting bigger. Like, but, and you should be aware of what kind of show this is right off the bat because they show Cootie's mom holding Cootie. Cootie's mom is not La Francine. Um, exactly. Cootie is so big that she has she's barely able to hold him. Like she's she's holding him like a sack of potatoes, right? Like yeah. a giant sack of potatoes. But he's like an and eight-year-old, like the size of probably. No, no, like no. I'm talking about when she's born. Like she's holding a newborn baby in the hospital, remember? Yeah, that wasn't and that wasn't the lady that we that became his mom, right? No, that's that is his mom. That is his actual birth. Oh, that mom. was. That was a different person. Yeah, Lafran La Francine is oh. is um is uh Martise's wife. Martise right, exactly. Is his ma, his uncle. Yep. So this is like his aunt. This is his aunt, basically. Right. Yeah. But 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 I'm talking about the very first scene when mm-hmm. they show the baby, mm-hmm. the newborn baby, and he's the size of, uh, I don't know, he's like four by 
two or so. Well, that's what I was saying. He two? has like kind of like an eight year old. He's massive, but he has like the form. He's of shaped like a, like a baby too, though. So he's fat. Yeah, Thick. it's a weird plumpy. Yeah. And in that point, you're supposed to understand, okay, this is a world of impossibilities. Like, exactly. a lot of the world is normal and everybody talks pretty regular unless they're mm-hmm. one of these characters that are stepping out of what is basically television and corporate, like, idolatry. Like, right. anything that is, that is like, presented by a corporation is cartoonish yeah. in this world. Right, right. right? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, the cart... I don't know if the cartoon itself... Um, I was talking about you know about talking parking about? tickets. I'm not talking about yeah, parking tickets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, no, yeah, because no, no. that's I'm a whole other cartoonish thing. in like ridiculous, extravagant. Right. right. Yep. Yep. There's an exaggerated uh, nature to the reality. I think uh, a lot of it uh, will come out in the way that, uh, what did I say? What is our main character? Cootie? The way yeah. Cootie um, is, is digesting the world, which is through television, uh, because his parents are uh-huh. afraid of letting him out of the house. They're... Mm-hmm. They're assuming the government's going to take him, right? And yeah. them. Right. And uh, just to add, he's also seems to be well-read because his uncle is always on him about uh, reading books because he's like he kind of like a, homeschooled. He's like He has a schedule and like yeah. a large part of his schedule is reading. Is yeah. Just reading. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. Uh, he does get like a certain amount of the outside world from TV. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think there's a little bit of a problem there too. Like... Uh, uh-huh. I think he I think Cootie as a character is the hardest thing I'm I'm able to like latch on to because like I've seen two episodes we should say how many have you seen I've seen four I just finished the fourth one out of seven there's only seven total mm-hmm. there's short episodes too like 20 22 yeah. to 32 35 minutes yeah what uh, were you gonna say though? And so in your the, episodes? the things that are happening in um, the sh- episodes that I've seen they're yeah. happening at such they're happening at such a rapid clip in the the like evolution of his story is happening so fast uh-huh. that he keeps making like decisions and choices right. that seem like bad and then a normal show would be like and then he learns from it right but the right. show's at such a fast clip that they're like and then whatever he grew well Next and, I, thing. and i'll say this though too is it's kind of cool because you're right they would usually learn something and you would think like those first friends that he makes are gonna like like hurt ditch him, him do something bad yeah yeah, yeah. and they are kind of using him for a little bit of like uh when they're like driving around and stuff whatever they get a little bit but, of clout from him but, but really quick. they're good the first thing they do is offer him a hit of weed and without yeah. any reason right and i right. was like all right <laughs> yeah no there's uh but i'm just saying that's like a good sign to a thing that like um typical show <clears throat> wouldn't do this like where it's like a coming no. of age learning about the world thing you know he gives them good characters that become his like close friends um mm-hmm. and, and they're great felix jones and scat are, are very charming very they're all good they're yeah. super cool yeah, yeah yeah they're really good, good and actors. they're good characters because they yeah. seem they, they're very clearly more worldly than he is yeah but they're still kids right and you see them struggle right. with like like moral dilemmas like yeah. even in those first two episodes they're like should i do that i don't know right or, or straight up give him bad advice like just yeah be like this is what i think is true right right um yeah, and slowly Cootie starts to realize his parents are not being completely truthful with him, like with the neighbor. The neighbor who lives in that house that's up on the... Right. There's that's the first clue that something's that crazy is going on yeah, here. Yeah, we're living in a, in a fantasy world. Yeah, because they never even explain it. We never so go back to the that. the neighbor, the Latino neighbor who is making the best tamales in Oakland, uh, <laughs> lives in a house that's like... It looks like it's on four stacks of trash cans that reach to the sky. 
Yeah, or pallets, like series of okay, like pallets yeah. that are like like propping up the house. And uh, so because he's so high, uh, he can see into the yard where yeah. they've built a, a giant house for him. His yeah, parents have built a giant too. house. The whole concept of building giant things for him is so yeah. cool. It's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. His door is made up of a bunch of doors. Yeah. Unnecessary, <laughs> but brilliant. Like, right. so cool looking. Yeah, and then using, like, uh, the old rusty car in the back to, like, work out with. He's just like bench pressing a, a or, car. Or the fact that his shirts are made of stitched together shirts instead of just like sheets. Like right. he would just use sheets. Right. But like his shirts are all in shirt patterns. All the chunks of his shirts are like paisley or like uh, like plaid and yeah. stuff like that. And You're I'm right. Like, oh, it's funny. They're using shirt patterns for his chopped up shirt. Yeah, yeah, and that's what this the show I think is uh, is brilliant too because it's not just throwing this thing at you about and not approaching it practically. Like even though they're in this this world that's heightened, mm-hmm. it's a heightened yes. reality. Heightened is a good word for it. Yes. Yeah, even though but very very heightened, like very. It's very heightened, but at the same time, it's very practical with the world that a person like this would have to deal with. Yes. Things. All like the they're very specific. The the heightened elements explain a thing about the world. Yeah, right. And so, but in terms of like how he's living and existing within his house, what his parents say that they have to do, like you see the dad keeps having to fix fix up the house. Just a lot of things popped in my head about weird things that is just like about well, a big person and yeah. what they would have to go through. And they, they bring up everything. They bring up literally, you didn't see it yet. There's a sex scene that goes on forever with the love interest uh, girl, Flora. Flora. Love Flora. Yeah, and immediately, right, they get in front of each other naked, and she's just like, "This isn't gonna work." And you're thinking that the whole time, and then one girl yeah, even I asked to see his about dick this the first time. Yeah, sure. yeah, you're just like, "This guy's dick's gonna be fucking huge." You know, how does it's he the deal size with it? of her? Right, exactly. <laughs> and one girl even yells at him, like from the club scene. I think you probably saw that episode two or three. Oh, maybe you didn't see two, that episode when she three. Says, "Let me see the dick." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yells at yeah, him yeah, on yeah. the street. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. I love his fight. I loved his brawl with those oh, yeah. guys that were stepping to him. Kind of just a that like, I'm just not even fighting fight. Like just being, nah, I'm not existing really trying and to hurt anybody. Just kind of taking out four dudes. Guys. Like beep, nothing. Whap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when they're climbing on him, trying to like fight him, and they look like little animals, like climbing a giant. Right. Yeah. Pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah, yeah. No, no. And I thought that was gonna go sideways. I keep thinking, I yes. kept thinking things are gonna go real okay. crazy. My, and they, well, here I'll tell you what happens at the mm-hmm. end of episode four seems like the beginning of this so bad stuff goggins walton goggins walton goggins yeah he plays an entrepreneur they're calling him but it seems like a guy who got rich off of comic the comic book that he created and then he became a real life the hero right he plays the hero kind of looks like uh he also seems like a like a mega church preacher sort of kind of carries himself kind of like a culty kind of weirdo guy they show in i think the second episode they show an interview with him where he he's also basically trump where he like talks big but he's elon musk in a way he's kind of trump in a way he's like a lot of these i say because he says a bunch of things about how awesome he is but he doesn't actually give any specifics or like details he just uses bombastic words right uh but then there's that interview where he is doing that and then he literally fully goes off a cliff when he starts like when he pulls the gun out and puts it to his forehead to his head and he's like 
the, that's know, the signal out a little bit that's the signal he's on another wavelength yeah and then we see him that, flying that around a very broken guy yeah did you see him oh, flying he's a around we should say is a jet yeah pack. i was gonna say yeah he flies around and kind of polices things like you think he's just being a vigilante but you realize he's actually policing black like a black neighborhood in, yeah, yeah. in oakland he only polices black neighborhoods yeah and so by the end of episode four he literally is dragging our cootie our hero in like chains he like he i forget how if they even show how he like knocks him out or whatever gets him on the ground and then uh so yeah so things are it was it's pretty set up sideways. from the beginning that that's yeah. gonna happen oh yeah, yeah uh, and sure. then it's made even more obvious by the fact that cootie kind of idolizes this guy he exactly. this guy says tough guy things on television and so mm-hmm. cootie thinks he's a tough guy but he's right. not a tough guy he's well, a blowhard like uh, like all these blowhards exactly yeah and i like that they, they just literally call him the hero and it's yeah. something that somebody like Hootie would completely identify, need, need in his life of, uh, you know, looking out just like anybody that reading comic books, you know, and, and the it's so simplified too. It's so yeah. simple. It's the hero. There's not even anything to it. He doesn't have a superhero name. He doesn't have like uh, something that would tell you what his powers are or something. He's just the hero, and he is known yeah. as that because when he says that, to, when he says, "Oh, like the hero," to his friends, they're uh-huh. like, "That guy right. sucks." Well, you know what? So what I just thought about, you know how much the his mom and dad, his uncle and an uncle are trying to protect mm-hmm. him from yes. the outside world. They're ready. They're ready for contingencies if he went if and when he obviously goes out there. But I just thought about this. So she gives him those comic books and actually inadvertently, like in a way, in a roundabout way, kind of made him comfortable with this dude and like idolize this dude who turned oh, out yeah. to be. Uh, somebody that's like a villainous person, you know? So it just shows that there not, was no protecting. At some points, there is no, they didn't, they as a parent did, or whatever. Doesn't you know? he choose those comic books? Though? They're like, they, they don't like them. They're like, I don't know why you, oh no, that's the show. When he turns the show on, he's like, I don't know why you watch that trash. Right. Yeah, and honestly, like the, the comic books were probably thought of just like any other parent where it's just like an innocent thing. No, and okay. that guy hadn't gone off the rails yet. He hadn't been completely Trumperized. Well, they all watch him do the gun to the head thing and nobody has a big reaction he was older. to it. He was older at that point. Sure, he had but already been reading he's those. still a child, and they're still yeah. like, if oh yeah, I it's a crazy there with moment. my teenage child and yeah. watch a man in an interview go yeah. insane, put a gun to his head, and put it back down, and everybody like applaud this man. Right. I would be like, son, we need to have a conversation about this because <laughs> that know? was like on the breakfast table, right, in the morning yeah, or whatever. Like this was just a, and yeah. they all watch it like it's a normal TV show again. Yeah, heightened, heightened. heightened yeah, again, it's like yeah, it's hard to gauge some of this stuff. It's a little bit, it's a little. What's normal yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. the um so a cool angle definitely we got to get to and well, oh, i don't know what you thought of this because it wasn't revealed really completely exactly what's going on with um flora Top monster oh, oh. well with okay. flora so wait a second now yeah flora does something very fun yeah very interesting uh-huh. and she does it to a particular tune and i don't think you recognized it I don't know. But boy, no. did I recognize the music that plays when she is going flora mode, I'm calling it. Uh-huh. When she's kind of rest colors, working. teleporting, moving at fast speed. Yeah, yeah. Which is the way she's moving whenever he walks into the restaurant and she's working in the yeah. back, usually putting burgers together. That's right. how she's moving. She's she's moving at super high speed. She's changing colors, like full color, like mm-hmm. pigmentation, like ev- like her clothes and everything. Uh, and there's a music playing and the music is the same music that the psychic blue children that they play in Akira 
when uh, when oh. they are attacking uh, Tetsuo. Oh. When, they're, uh, when they first appear as those toys yeah. in the, his bed, and then they're like climbing his bed, uh-huh. and they're they're playing like a clum, 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 clum uh-huh, in uh-huh. the background, and yeah. that's the music they're playing while Flora's <gasps> doing her teleportation shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. I looked it up even. Cool I was touch. like, no way. Oh, did I yeah. keep a reference? Yeah. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, that shows the... the the depths to which uh, Boots Riley has yeah. his like claws in different like cultures well, and different it does touchdowns. Fit too that if he was big in the '90s, he saw Akira. Yeah. Know? Oh, totally. Even though it was, right? I mean, that movie was in the '80s, but still, but it like, got big here in the '90s. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And um, yeah, I like a touchdown like that. That's good. Um, sure. Yeah, because so, so the flora. I was so happy to see that. Huh? Yeah. So the flora thing. That's curious because like that you only see her arms doing that so i'm like oh is there powers like other people with powers but her body world? does also leave that that reflective like behind her right when she moves like you uh-huh. see like a red version of her and yeah. like a yellow version like because she's so fast like, she's like, like leaving like fading her behind her right yeah like she's breaking the color of the tv or something right right yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're not really sure exactly what's going on. We only see her in that restaurant, and we only see that happening with her as the one character who has something weird going on, right, I think. Like, I don't know I if there's also, anybody else. I, I'm trying to think, well, that man lives in that house in the sky. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's just, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> he's got a big old elevator. He's not, like, flying up there. So, oh, yeah, oh, like a, did he have, like a, like, a pulley system that pulled him up there? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like a construction oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. crew thing. Oh, that, that's uh, right. You're right, you're right, you're yeah, right. Yeah, that just, like, took him up there, like an elevator. I and, don't know. I know that it's something about Flora. I know, obviously, I feel very protective of Cootie, and that's the position the show has put me in. Yeah. Uh, and so I have an affinity for Flora because she is also she has an affinity for Cootie. Right. Uh, but she is, there's something very charming about about this girl yeah so yeah no it's completely like you're completely um hypnot hypnotized with her but it's partly that she's hypnotized with, with him Cootie, because she yeah. seems to identify with him on some other level oh so, she is fully yeah like, into him yeah, yeah yeah totally totally and he doesn't know what to do and she doesn't really know what to do with somebody that's kind of sharing maybe in something that, that she has so i didn't know what was going on i didn't admit to say like I'm i can't so say dumb. that what denzel washington's daughter oh wow Olivia Damn. Washington is Denzel Washington. Wow, that's crazy. So you got a son and a daughter who are now just like mm-hmm. doing doing work. Okay, so she's episode been working. She's been working, but go on. I'm sorry. I can't wait for you to see episode three because we see uh, more from her perspective and her like a, a cool flashback where we understand what her condition is. It's thought of as I have kind a of question, a question, Dan. Yeah. Does it have to do with the fact that Cooney's mm-hmm. parents are aliens? No, nothing that specific yet. No. Okay. So do yeah. we know what's so Cootie's parents, I think at the end of every episode, reveal some ridiculous thing about them. They they uh-huh. walk through every episode being absolutely the most normal, grounded human beings on this show. Yeah. They're they're so uh, maybe it's because I'm in my forties or early forties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're so empathetic. I feel so much like so many feelings for them, even yeah. when they're very clearly wrong. Like I still am like, oh, come yeah. on, Cootie, don't, don't. They yeah, I know. Them, They're just trying to right? be. Yeah, exactly. And then at the end of every episode, they reveal some nonsense about themselves. Yeah. Like they have, like he uh, reveals a wall of sci-fi guns uh, right. behind their wall. Right. And in the, I think in the second episode, she reveals in her purse an alien countdown timer of some sort. Yeah. And they're some like, and some they're kind in the of middle a of normal situations, and they're like, oh, by the way 
alien shit. Yeah, it came out of no. It comes out of nowhere, and it's just it like. It, but it opens up the world immediately. You're just like, oh, what is the scope of what's I'm happening in this I'm, situation? This show gets opened up just fine by itself. Those bits, no, I, they do more than open it up. They send it flying. They well, okay. like the cult opens up the show. The alien shit yeah. is something on another planet. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, so it's kind of weird because like in episodes three and four, they don't expound anything on that. There's nothing right. more they having to do with any... They haven't they show it. I know, I know. No, I know. They're setting up things that obviously are probably going to be set up for sure. I mean, or pay off in some way before the end of the season, I would assume Maybe? in some way. But my question to you is when, no. they, when the parents show him show Cootie the reason why he can't just be willy-nilly going out into oh, the yeah. world without yes. worry or concern Let's for his safety. This. There's a history of giants yep. and brutality that, that against was... giants and over time. Is that real, though? Is that real? Or part of me thinks maybe is that a formulated thing to... Um, oh, is, oh, Did they no. make it up? It must no, be real, I don't though, think right? So. I okay, think that's okay. real. I think it's I, absolutely real. But you understand why I would ask that? Sure. Based on them being protective uh, parents and being like, you know, see, like we don't want you, but they're not pushing it so hard that they're like completely, completely Mm, keeping him inside. They know it's a reality uh, that he's going to be out there. Here's the thing though. Yeah. Here's the thing. And and I'm actually going to give a little bit of credence to the idea that they made it up, although I don't believe it. But I'm going to say uh, the way that he reacts to that book is Mm -hmm. very telling. And so I think they did push it very hard on him for a long time mm-hmm. because he straight up says I cry every time we read that book. Right. He oh. can't, so that book has been in his life a lot. Uh-huh. Enough to make him cry. Enough to make him cry on command. Like or like, uh, like Right. But maybe he never thought of it practically in terms of being out in the world, you know? Because he knows he just needs to No, go but out, he thought of it scary. If it always makes him cry, he thinks it's scary. I have to mm-hmm. imagine he thinks it's scary because it would happen to him. I would think so too, but he seems like kind of just like a uh, fish out of water, you know, like sure, being but, out in the... but you the... have to remember that he also thinks they're lying to him about a bunch of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that was the question uh, that I had that I was curious. Maybe he they're lying to him about it, but I don't Could think be. they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe it went from stories like, oh, okay, this makes me sad because this is a story situation mm-hmm. to then putting it into practical and reminding him like... See, this is why we, you know, we were, showed you this thing or whatever, you know. So that also, sets up a whole other thing about how the alien, the background of like, like giants. What are the yeah? How many other things Maybe are there like this? Giants or aliens? Uh, they 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 lay out like some some lore. The parents when they show him this book about like you can't go out into the world because we have this book compiled of news stories about giants being tortured and killed. Yep. Um, the uh, some of the book looks like it could exist in our world. There's stories uh-huh. about like seven foot people that were like stoned to death and things like that. Mm-hmm. Those that stuff definitely happened. Yeah. Like in the real world. Yep. And then there's like 13 foot man, 40 foot man, or no, I don't think they get high, but like 20 yeah. foot man. Like 16, and there's 17 stories foot. Yeah. Is like, is taken from city to city or like, you know, and then you go, uh-huh. okay, well that didn't happen in, in the real world. Right. 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 But in this uh, world, it's like it something else is going on. Yeah. And then knowing Flora has this other condition so too. So what is the, should we, Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know if you wanted, I didn't know if you wanted to, I could tell you, I don't, it's fine. How do you feel about it's the fine. It's fine because I think it's, it's like I tell, like you are practical about a lot of these, uh, spoiler kind of things is that it's one thing to just hear something, but then it's like, if you're interested in it enough, I, 
me explaining it is not going to tell you as much as you going and physically watching the thing. Right. So I think it'll just pique some interest for some people. Um, but basically, she's the Flash in a way. Um, she's oh, but but it's never off. So she's like the Flash when he's running full speed and he slows down time when he does that. But we see him at a normal speed. Right. She exists like that at all times. Oh, in all places. And she learns how to with her parents slow to down. communicate to slow down. So she's always in control of her speed uh, and always in slow motion for the sake of being able to function. And, and so that, that's cool. That that's modified when she works. Yeah, yeah. So when she works, she actually lets herself she like goes, lets, lets it go. Makes her it's work like easier. Superman, basically. Superman always holds his punches back until he fights yeah. a, a guy that finally can take his punches. And he's like, oh, wow, I can let go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was, um, yeah, it was cool to uh, to give that reveal so that we understand why she's connecting with uh with um cootie you know yeah. and it's like uh immediately they're just like uh one of the uh, one of the sweetest things yeah. about their little romance too yeah uh is what that what we find out pretty quick uh he desperately wants those hamburgers because he's been watching those commercials and they've dug into his brain and he finds yeah. out his parents have been denying them despite the fact that they do love them though they say they don't right. finally right. gets out and has those burgers and he hates them yeah, They're disgusting. That's funny. It would be if you've eaten healthy food your exactly. entire life. Those burgers would taste yep. disgusting. Yep. So he continues to go to Flora to yep. buy those burgers just to see Flora. Exactly. The thing is, he still buys as many hamburgers as he can. Yeah. Because he's bummed sometimes that he can't afford more than one. Right. Oh yeah, you're right. One time he modified it because he just bought one. Sure. Because that's all the money. Yeah, uh, scrounging. But it that the means if you had, because he orders, orders three, looks yeah. at his money, goes, never mind, one. Yeah, yeah. Why was he getting more than one? I know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's funny. And then, and then the it's sweetest funny. moment. The sweetest moment is when they finally decide that they're going to date or whatever. Like, yeah. And then, and she, he says, I hate these burgers. And she says, I know. <laughs> I was, that was cute as yeah. hell, man. Yep. I was like, oh, you kid. Yep. Yep. I love seeing him have fun with his friends and I loved seeing him like have moments with with Flora. Yeah. Both those things are the best parts of the show. Yep. I absolutely agree. Yeah. But it's like it's always having that backdrop too of the real world and like yes. things like the uh just the practical things of like an, an urban area that's like being hurt by like uh not you don't have the ability to keep the lights on. Like literally mm-hmm. It's used as like a joke, like a reoccurring, like like joke in a way. But it's oh, it's the, black. The it's like a black out. comedy thing though too. Yeah, because you're just like, what is well, going on in the, this town? Why can't like why aren't the lights the, being kept on? But it's the, literally the power the city. company is saving money. Yeah, yeah, the They're city or whoever's like by putting cutting the black people in the dark and rotating. Yeah, like yeah, instead mm-hmm. of uh, figuring out. So there's a thing. There's a really cool aspect to this um, in uh, by episode four. Because, uh, spoiler alert, one of the friends dies. Oh, no. And Is can't get health care. Scat, yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah, Scat. Scat's name is not highlighted. He does not have his own <laughs> Wikipedia page. So I was like, oh. Oh, Scat yeah, he goes quick. Scat is not long for this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, they frame that around the inability to get health care. Yeah. Um, for, for certain people at certain hospitals be a whatever tough, that's a tough how does that work in comedy how's that is it funny <laughs> that's the thing though no 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 it's not it, I it, think so huh? yeah I that's why this be. show is like it's interesting because it's not really pulling punches it has something to say about our current state as well mm-hmm. as heightening the reality which kind of makes it a little more palatable and less preachy I think um, well, you, you know, know where has, you can yeah 
No, go ahead. No, please continue. No, so in this world that seems like a comic booky type, graphic novel esque uh, mm, yeah. thing going on, um, to still put grounded ideas about race, like we literally see all the depictions. I was like making a list of all the white people, because um, mm. of, of course, as a white person, Ooh. I'm not in any way taking this show as being like against inherently no. against white people. It's against but people, it's against racists and people who uh, hold people down. Right, exactly, and if and if they want to make the caricature of like these certain white people as like these kind of crazy people, so like, yeah. so talking, Elijah talking, Wood, yeah, I was about to. Say, Elijah, about to say Wood Elijah Wood plays a crazy, kooky little well, character. Here's, here's the phrase. The yeah. phrase is changing things from the inside. Right, that's what he's playing. He's, yeah, he's the guy who goes, oh no. I'm going to change things from the inside. Right. Only they pick the thing that's impossible. Like the, yeah. like the way they, they, and that's the joke, right? Yeah. That, like the like death guys penalty. who say, I'm going to get, I'm going to become a cop so that I can change the system uh, from right. the inside. Yeah. You're like, bullshit. You just want to be a cop. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, uh, Elijah Wood is a is a uh, patron at the restaurant at the what's the name of the burger restaurant? Zip Zing Z, Zing Zang Zip Bing bip, Bang Bing Bang Bing Bang Bing Bang Burgers Bing Bang um, What can I bop for you? That was that's hilarious. Right. Dude. I, she hilarious. says it and I'm like charming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah Elijah Wood is a is a customer there. He's sitting at a table, and this is a thing that happens a lot in like sort of a cultural pastiches like this. Mm-hmm. They'll just have a like. A one-off random speak yeah, a, a, yeah. a truth about the world, yeah. and then you never see him again. Yeah, um, and he says basically he is going to be he he actually expounds a lot on social like fairness, and finally gets uh-huh. to the point he's going to be an executioner so he can change <laughs> executions from the inside. If he <laughs> right. can make sec- executions only what twelve percent less uh, or more humane, right? And the, and, and Kui like that. makes yeah. the 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 astute observation. Yes, the man still dies. <laughs> right, exactly. He quickly yeah. is on to this dude and is just yeah. like he's not Wait. fooled by him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like listening to him, being polite and letting him talk or whatever, but mm-hmm. quickly knows like, no, 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 this is crazy. So yeah, I so that's think he I think Cootie's receiving the information, like honestly. He's like opening his mind, receiving yeah. the information, and legitimately questioning it. Being yeah. like, mm, I don't think that makes sense, man. Yeah. But you know how you do that thing with people? I do this all the time. Where I literally did it the other day, where I was like mm-hmm. getting a tire change, and I got this old guy coming up to me from Eastern Europe who seems affable enough, but eventually is just like, this country's insane. What's with yeah. all these vaccinations? And uh, sure. COVID, COVID was a, a experiment, you know? Oops. And I'm just like, yeah. yes, it, yep. Mm-hmm. I, not, not so much yep and agree but just like okay all right all right let's just get get through this you know so that's what yeah. he's doing yeah yeah he's, he's learning he's, how to do that a, i think he's a little bit for sure learning how to do that but i think he's also unsavvy i think he's also very yeah. like he's right. such a baby that's true. which i have a little bit of problem with that because he talks kind of like weird he talks a, a little, little bit too like an alien yeah and, right and he's and it's not like he only watches walton goggins he yeah, watches exactly. like reality tv they talk yes. normal on reality tv but it's one thing to put it into practice uh human yes. interactions uh, uh, as opposed Oof. to yeah like the challenge of being like okay i'm ready for the world i've seen people on tv but then knowing obviously and realizing quickly reality tv is not how real people react as right. well in a lot of cases the, the yeah, acting. So it's like, but at yeah. least they mm-hmm. use correct like like uh, <laughs> <laughs> proper like the way people speak on the street I know what you're like, saying he's a little deer in headlights he uh, sometimes two, like, like a little overly yeah uh, yeah yeah I wanna I, I've been I've been meaning to bring this up for a minute and I keep forgetting mm-hmm. one of my first notes is I need to know how nervous I should be for this whole situation mm-hmm. uh, 
And I think that you said something uh, kind of along those lines because mm-hmm. we kind of don't know what the stakes are. We kind of don't know how bad things can get. Right. Because like right. it keeps seeming like things are going to go really bad. Then nothing bad really happens. But uh-huh. like his parents keep telling us things are going to go bad. And uh-huh. we know that they're not bad guys. We know they're good guys. And we know they're, they're, they're like they mean good for Cootie. Yeah. So uh, we don't think they're wrong. No, uh, it's just they're. Yeah, and they go away. Like I said, they they disappear. I mean, really, episode three into four is almost like overlapping episode from different points of view or yeah. whatever. So um, we haven't uh, gone through too much time uh, in the show show's time. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, uh, it's coming. It's definitely coming. And so, him being incarcerated does, in some way now, it seems sure, like it's going to be. Yeah, may, and and even like the first like windfall he gets is that he becomes a model and right. a lot of the modeling he's doing is like <laughs> directly uh damaging like the culture like yeah. like is very obviously taking steps back on the advances that like right like black culture has made or, or inner city culture or whatever he's portraying yeah, um, and then, ma- masculinity because he's got that one scene where he's supposed to be backhanding like five uh, female statuettes or not statuettes. Oh right, mannequins. yeah. I know. One yeah. time I was trying to figure out he was taking somebody's backpack as like a Godzilla he was, like, gra- figure. He was, like a giant. Like I was like, what? The yeah, he was, like, yeah. Gra- yeah, he's like, like, like a weird. giant monster. Yeah, and which, so which is what they kept saying. Like they're gonna think you're a monster. Don't go mm-hmm. be a monster. But as right. soon as the guy's like, I'll give you money for you to go to Bing Bang Burger if you will act. Well, yeah, and this is the yeah another white character is this guy who approaches him in a liquor store mm-hmm. who is just like real dude. His business card was so hilarious. And I forget what the way it, he just says. Hi, I'm this person. I want to be your agent. Yeah, just you know, immediately like, like we got to do this. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me take you along. And it's just it's his naivete that uh, mm-hmm. on full display is like he doesn't even know that this guy is trying to uh, right. using black references, black uh, you yeah, know sure. Being little mannerisms. And, yeah. In his, uh, so like right there with that guy I'm not sure how worried I should be about this guy uh, mm-hmm. but the number one place where I was the most anxious and and it ended up being part of the scene and mm-hmm. it ended up working out but I was the most anxious was the first time that he brings his friends to his house or the first when they come in when they find mm. out about him yeah like, right right he is so awkward and so bad at being like a kid his age mm-hmm. and I don't know how they're gonna react and like some of the things that he does, like scarfing down those tacos as if he's inhaling them, <laughs> yeah, or, or where he dumps the giant pile of comic books in front of Jones, yeah, like these are obviously signs of just boy who is way too nervous and yeah. super super awkward, yeah, right, yeah, and like that whole scene, I'm like, oh, these guys are gonna like shit on him, right? Like they're gonna that's do what, something awful, right? Um, and it didn't happen, and that's good, and it, and it was part of that scene. But then now every time he meets somebody, every time literally anything happens, that's my feeling. And it hasn't uh-huh. paid off in any way. I, is is it me? Am I doing something? Am I watching this wrong? No, and that's why I think we were saying at the beginning. I think I mentioned about how like yeah, I was like nervous for him being out in the world with these people that like were going to be his friends. I mean, we know that these friends are friends, right? Like we know the friends. Yeah, I'm I'm convinced they're, are good people. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we know that part, but yeah, you're right. Like we don't know uh, how many other layers are to this the world and. Um, yeah, and that's why I think we're all we're heading towards is that there is some bigger thing going on. Well, we know that Wag Wagons, you know, I call him Wagons. Wagons, yeah. Uh, like he's coming and he's bad. Yeah, oh, exactly. You know how I know he's bad? Huh? Because his AI voice talks like. Oh yeah, I know. I made a note of that. The 
Freaking oh, the, the the subtitles say AI yeah. in Bill Cosby's voice. <laughs> yeah. I started laughing so goddamn hard. I know because I don't know if I would have got it. It, it might have slipped through the cracks yeah, if I didn't yeah. read it. But he yeah, does yeah. do a pretty good Cosby though. Yeah. It's a cartoonish Cosby. It's a yeah, silly yeah. Cosby. It's just an awesome person like character mm-hmm. to give that to. To give that little detail to. <laughs> Seriously, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. you're that awful. Okay. I just just to be clear, Walton Goggins is that awful. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I made a note. Okay. In the same terms of like trying to figure out, like you're saying, like the, the, the world, but like what's possible? Um, what, what, what is going on in terms of like Cody's real, Cody's reality? Because there's Mm -hmm. a few things that happen that make you think something else is going on. Like almost like a couple times I thought it was like, almost like he's living in some kind of alternate reality situation yeah. or something. Simulation so, perhaps. Yeah, so like his buddy's face, do you remember this in the club? Cause Cootie learns oh, about yeah. bass music. But he was drunk though. Is that what that was supposed to be? Was just like I a drunk so, yes. uh, mixed with bass sound. He's Cause there's a vibrating. He's yeah. leaning against the base and he's saying he, Cootie is well read and well spoken. So Cootie straight yeah. drops knowledge, like like feelings and emotions on people sometimes. Yeah. And he says the base uh, when I because he's never felt a speaker that big before. Right. So speakers are so tiny. He feels like music is tinny. Yeah. And like finally he can feel it. And he says uh, the base connects his inside to the outside. Right. And I was like. Ah, damn. Dude, literally, you see him like putting his ear, smashing it into the trunk of the car when he's on his, his friend's car. And it's just like you could see the joy on his face, you know. And you got to remember, yeah, because I guess you have to, that's another perspective from the giant thing. All music of, has been very, very treble, yeah. very high, high pitched, pitched, very right, tinny. Right. And finally, he's hearing Crazy. bass. Yeah, he that's says a, to his parents when he's mad, "I heard bass for the first time. That's a crime." <laughs> right, know? exactly. That that's was a abuse. funny line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you didn't show me bass. That's abuse. <laughs> yeah, that was but, very funny. He is wrong. He is wrong to yell at his parents. He wouldn't he know. Does. They wouldn't know to think like that. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, well, yeah. How would you even come up with that idea? Right, right. Yeah, they can't think of everything. Um, right. There was some other aspect to that. Um, well, yeah, with just seeing his face weird. That was a weird thing. That uh-huh. um, then in episode four. Uh, after the friend dies, the one that's like the, um, she's the one. Jones. The, well, the, yeah, yeah, the Jones. one friend dies. Then the other, everybody comes to almost like a, a do the right thing moment in the city where they all come to the hospital and they're having like a little rally. And she gives a speech about capitalism, and it cuts to her giving this speech where these like curtains drop down. All of a sudden, it's like stop motion, and it's like mm-hmm. animated and stuff. And then afterwards, Cootie references that. And says, oh, did you guys see that? It was like, uh, it was in a different place when she was talking and whatever. And everybody's oh, like, wow. no, no, no. So then it makes you realize like he's he's like perceiving things in a different way entirely okay. in some way. So yeah, there's there's some crazy stuff going on here um, related to, to the nature of like who and what he is. So mm. that makes me excited for um, to see more. But uh, do you think you're going to... like? I like that Jones character a lot too. Um, yeah. She reminds me... Of mm-hmm. of uh, other characters and stuff. Yeah, and for I sure. I haven't put my finger on it, but activist. she's very specifically. Yeah, she's and an even activist. her look, even like the, yep. her, the, the like the. You know what the it is? Put, uh, uh, pussy. Uh, what's her name from? Uh, sure. Yeah, Pussy. Pussy. Yeah. Yes, from from, uh, uh, from Orange, Orange is the New, New Black. Black. She was yeah. also. Was she also in uh, Handmaid's uh, Tale? Oh, Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Tale. Oh, the other Similar. one was in Walking Dead. Similar. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Isn't there a crossover actress from Orange to Walk? 
Walking Dead? Uh oh, I'd have to think. I think Oh not Pusey. I'm saying Pusey, but I mean the other one, I think. Who's the other one? Or am I thinking of No, you're thinking the of skinny Pusey. one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, hey, shaved head. Are. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Her friend. I was thinking of her friend too, but I don't know. No, no, no. Oh, Tasty. Is, no, that's no, Tasty. Tasty, not Tasty. Tasty looks different. Tasty, yeah, yeah. Uh um, Tasty's the best. Um yeah. What what else do I have? Uh, uh, well, so I'm curious. Oh. Like, yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, trapped in my beam, huh? Got you trapped in my beam. <laughs> his little song. Remember they watched uh, his video on the TV in the bar? Oh and yeah, he's got that, like early '90s, like dorky dad rap. Fucking yeah, looking that was like funny. Uh, like uh, who do they? He looked like Robert Townsend, kind of like he looked like oh, a kind of like that Sinbad. But Sinbad. You're right. Yeah, he had a little bit of Robert Townsend. The coming of age at the certain same time frame. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the funny. name of the song was Trapped in My Beam. Very alien of right, him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Also, Teen and Wolf. There's a Teen Wolf scenario. This might oh, be sure. Teen Wolf, kind of. You know, with the and parent, then, with the, it's in the family. It's like a yeah, family bloodline yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And, yeah, yeah. And they eventually have to like sit him down and tell him what the what the what the rules are or whatever. Um, uh-huh. He also, I know that the lyrics are written very well by somebody mm-hmm. who's specifically writing a bad rap song. They're fantastic. If you like old school rap, this is a fun song just to laugh at. Well, like the way that they wrote it. Like uh-huh. she says something about fuck your shit. Oh yeah, my balls are stuck in and trying to get my balls uh, out out but of the, here but or the, something. But, and he, and, but like he'll like yeah. do a big like pause in the middle of a phrase to yeah. kind of catch the rhythm. Yeah. It's super awkward and weird. It's great. Right. It's a lot of fun. Trapped but he's embarrassed because he's playing. He's or he's is wearing. He? He's no, wearing the jacket. That's what he's embarrassed about. He's wearing the he's jacket. Embarrassed that he hasn't changed the style. But yeah. as as Michael Jordan and many other celebrities have shown us, uh, mm-hmm. your style gets stuck the moment you are the biggest. Like at the lar- when you right. are the biggest in your life. Yep. And then your life continues and you're a millionaire. You never changed from that moment. You right. stayed right there. Yep. That's a good yeah. point. Yep. That's uh. Yeah, because this that was like '90s. Yeah, I'm just like ruminating on what it could be like that. It's that's like, like '94, uh, I would say. That's a '93, '94 music video. Right. Yep. Um, and that matches with what's his name's age about, right? Uh, who's that? The a- Epps. Uh, yes. Mike Epps. Uh, Mike Epps. Mike Epps is really good, dude. This is like almost the he's best the thing best I think he's I've seen him do before. I think he's. I think he might Maybe. be the best. The best actor on this show. Like he's doing the yeah. best job. Yep. His character is so tired. <laughs> it is, and yeah. And it, and all he's doing, all Mike Epps' character is doing is stand-up act. Like, all he's mm-hmm. doing is lines from a comedian talking about how hard his life is. Right. It's literally the whole stick, and it's fantastic. Yeah, and there's something more in it that's uh, more drama-based than uh, mm-hmm. I've seen him pathos. do before. There's pathos. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not just straight up just for the, the, the lulls, you know? He has yeah. gravitas. Yeah. 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 yeah, and we Absolutely. see him age too. We see him age like because they when he was young, I was like, "Dang, Mike Epps looks real, yeah, real young right now." They and did it, good job. Yeah, maybe they cleaned him up or something. I don't know what they did. Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm sure. I'm with, sure with, they with, molded uh, him up to make CG. him older. Oh, that oh, could be. You never know. That could be. Yeah, yeah. It's um, so easy to de-age people now, though. Oh, so pl- I wouldn't mind seeing Mike Epps do something serious. Just wanted to drop that in there. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Um, you were gonna say? Uh oh, pra- oh, practical size examples other examples used i was like if we had more time i was going to research about this um method this idea of like when you didn't have special effects this is how you would have to do things is like you put the small things you put the regular the things that you want to be regular size in the background and you put the thing that's supposed to be giant yeah. closer to the screen so he appears 
physically bigger. Forced better huh? spec to you. There's uh, a <laughs> the Corridor Digital crew has a lot of cool videos or like oh, yeah. uh, special effects artists react mm-hmm. uh, about Force perspective. Uh, there's a couple videos a lot of the more recent videos are of one of them sitting on the couch and showing an old movie to the other two and saying how did they do that special effect right and the other guys have to figure it out yeah. and sometimes they show ones that you're like holy crap how did anyone even think of that yeah like i know like like there's like they oh the one they do this one how they zoom like they have floating titles uh-huh. in the air uh-huh. and like how they did it is oh. like they're like clear frames that are stuck against the camera, and yeah. as the camera's rolling, they like one they're will fade them. off. One will fade they're off. Physically and you pulling. You don't them. see the line because they're wow. clear. Wow. So you just see the words that are printed on the thing, right. as if the actual titles are floating through the air in wow. real life. Yeah. It's so cool. So they do stuff like that. It's really cool. Check that channel out. Yeah. Um, and they've they've done a few like that. They did uh, one of my favorite Force Perspective uh, shots, uh-huh. uh, the shot of Child Joel in um, Eternal Sunshine. In that was one of my Sunshine. notes. That was yeah. one of my uh, example. That's the most obvious for our generation, I think, um, that we would have maybe one of the first things we would have seen this actually um used it you know you other than like an old um what, oh so yeah so uh jim carrey is in his memories and he goes back to when he's a kid and he's full size yeah yeah he's full size jim carrey in a little baby or uh, baby in like a one version right? of a world yeah point of view of a baby yeah like a little onesie and he's underneath a big ass table and he's kind of like, like kitchen table yeah playing with his like mom's like feet or legs or whatever a little bit and the and camera there, from like, the camera you can only yeah. see the bottom of the table and it's it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 on joel ch- as if he's the center from the counter so down his, yeah so you only see giant legs you don't see exactly and that's all done practical. There is no yeah, special exactly. effects in there. So that's yeah, that's what was really special and like uh, jarring about that one. And then I, I, the other one I thought of was Elf. Elf does some oh, really yeah. good ones when they're trying to show big ass Elf uh, uh, Will Ferrell yeah. in the in the North Pole world with, with the elves, elves with the regular yeah. elves. Yeah, yeah. So who are little people? Exactly, exactly. Oh, that leads me to one thing about the voice. That's the one thing. That if they want to play with the thing with the sound and back to the uh, I'm a Virgo. So our no. giant Cootie speaks normal, yet he really should sound like Andre oh. the Giant or even yeah, bassier, right. I think. Sure, yeah. Right. So that's the one thing that I'm like, uh, again, it's the heightened thing, whatever. That's fine. But it's funny that you make the sound thing different where he can. Oh, he hears differently because he's a big guy. Why doesn't he talk different? Maybe we'll have an explanation for that that's later. I don't know. But yeah, that was like I mean, the one little. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. He's got to be a kid. I think he has to sound like a kid for you to empathize uh-huh. with him the right way. You know sure, what I mean? absolutely. So, oh yeah, no, no, it to, would throw. To keep him. It would be unapproachable if mm-hmm. he was. Um, it would be super awkward. Too removed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I. That's pretty much all my notes. Uh, okay. My, my yep. big final note was AI responds in Bill Cosby's voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have. I have. I mean, we covered. Yeah, pretty much all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff like that cartoon. The parking tickets cartoon is great. It's like such oh, a... Oh, yeah, the parking tickets cartoon. So violent that, and bloody well, and just uh, existential and Right, it's existential and misery. Like, and then yeah. it's like a clip of existential misery followed by slapstick buffoonery. Right, right. And they're the, almost all white characters that are in that world of that and, animated and show. The black friends shooting each all other. love it. They very oh, yeah. much love this show. Oh, yeah, this is like a huge deal. This is like the they South even Park. Have, they have of, favorite uh, characters, even 
even though they don't they're barely characters or like, right right like barely whatever they are like i don't know and yeah like it's, one it's guy comes on and talks about the the awfulness of life and just how it grinds you to paste and you're and everything is bad and later on yeah. in that scene they agree over that being their favorite character Right, right. And then there is, actually, I should say, there is a black character that plays a weatherman who's very uh, insightful and kind of goes off on a whole tangent about life and death and everything. Am I so, crazy? Are those, all, are those all comedians? I feel like those are all comedians doing those voices. Oh, I don't know. I saw there was a cameo bartender was a director uh david gordon green popped up on oh, yeah. amazon like a little thingy oh. on their thing i was like oh, oh okay what's that called x-ray yeah the it's little handy, x-ray it's a handy little thing sometimes it's kind of handy yeah yeah so um uh, you think you're gonna keep watching yeah i'm gonna i'm not i think it's up your alley right finish it uh okay. woke didn't make it i'll tell you that much well uh, oh you didn't even finish the yeah but that's no i didn't finish this i didn't I like can, woke i think it went bad in the middle and that was enough. Oh, you didn't see the okay. So you didn't see the I parking see tickets it. thing yet. Um, you didn't see I've seen the one uh, parking tickets. I've seen the I've, I've seen the first parking tickets. So there's enough textural animation. These different types of uh, mediums mixed in episodes three, four. That I would mm-hmm. say. Um, I don't know, dude. I think you should watch it. These episodes are short enough, uh, yeah. too, that I don't think it requires, like, in terms of time, but also just more importantly, your interest in, in a thing. Um, so well, I for sure I'm, I'm gonna, gonna finish gonna, it. I'm gonna finish. I'm definitely it. gonna give it a couple more, and I mean, if it gets me, it gets me right. Like I'll, I'll finish exactly. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this show is definitely not for everybody though. Um, True. I like looking in my life of all the people that I recommend television programs to. Yeah. I don't know that I could recommend it to a lot of them. I thought I it was either. maybe like a younger thing, and then uh-huh. I, but I, I kind of like synopsized it for my young coworker, uh-huh. and she was like, "Nah, that doesn't sound good." <laughs> yeah. I wow. guess it's not for you then. It could so, be. It could be that case too, where I think a lot of people, because it's on Amazon, it's going to have a huge uh, push uh, naturally. Have, just like a, the the base is going to be then, more people that could ever watch anything like this before. But yeah, of yeah. all the people I know, literally of everyone yeah. I know, I think yeah. you and one of my brothers. That's all the people that I would recommend this show to. I understand that. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. My brother too. I think is like uh, somebody. I I don't even know if he would stick with it, but he would be at least open because it's like weird mm-hmm. and kind of different enough that it's like. Okay, yeah. let's see what's going on here. Um, no, that's true. That's very true. That it's, it's going to be kind of it's weird. Yeah. It's super socially conscious. Uh, so mm-hmm. anybody who hates the word uh, woke, just get away from the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it backwards in, in, into it, kind of in a way, a little bit, you know. So it's like, but yeah, it's there. It's definitely yeah. It's a social message show. Very so much. Your anti-social messages this is not for you. Um, yeah. And if you're anti, like. Uh, uh, fantastical realism this is also not for you you know like right yep a few things that'll knock people off yep yep which is fun but, like and i know a lot yeah. of weird stuff i i'm all for kind of like art and and being different and, and whatever and even this, this show still like kind of gave me so a few pauses which it comes down to like you were saying like story stuff it's more like are we being conveyed what am i being conveyed here mm-hmm. in this heightened thing on a human level or whatever they're trying right. what are we what are we getting at where is this kind of going and yeah, because if it's if yeah. it's story stuff, then it has to like hang in the balance with all the other stuff that you put up. But right. then if it's like one off crap like Elijah Wood, yeah. that's like that's a high bar to clear for it to be mm-hmm. worthwhile or else you just wasted like a minute of my time with uh-huh. nonsense. Right. 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 It's, tough. it's a tough show to pull off. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. But we've seen but, it, Sorry to Bother You is a good training ground. If you don't sure. like that, would you say like 
That Ooh. might be more approachable in a way on the premise. Oh, for sure, more approachable on the premise the side of like. Is, the problem is that the ending is going to make people say, "What the hell movie yeah. have I been watching?" I know. Like, I know. why that's did it thing. waste yeah. my time? That's what I'm yeah. worried about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's got a lot of woke. The whole thing is so, based so, on a whole woke you idea. You could watch anything, uh, anything Bootsy's made if you're cool. If you're not cool, don't yeah. watch it. I understand. If I you're understand. cool, you, you pee in the pool. You. Do you pee in if the pool? You're cool, if you're cool, you pee in the pool, man. We have different definitions. For oh, sorry. Cool. Oh, sorry. All right, sorry. <laughs> that's it for us. I don't know what's coming back. What's coming up oh, next week? Little, sorry, know? quick little. No, 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 oh, not sure. at all. Oh, I might do a little thing on Indiana Jones, <laughs> and oh, the new Indiana Jones movie. I might just okay. do uh, fly by night thingy. Um, I completely forgot. My sister um, has a friend who's like an up and coming big, pretty big time uh, assistant editor, and uh-huh. she worked on this movie. So my sister, oh, awesome. told, yeah, my sister brought this show up to me before. Not, I knew about it, but my sister, I would never recommend this to watch. Probably, uh, yeah, most likely, but she might be. Still, open to it. you have a connection to the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, this is so, a person I know. So I've listener, met, and it's uh, so the listener cannot trust your judgment at all. <laughs> bias. You are one hundred percent. Oh God, you're right. Uh, I know so somebody in the industry. It works out because yeah. the listeners mostly just listen to me, anyway. So it kind of works out. A little bit. <laughs> exactly. It's a little good. That's true. Shut up. All right. <laughs> uh, do you, did you have? Oh, maybe a little Indiana Jones next week. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't want to promise anything. I'm thinking. Don't see you it, but promise I'll, anything? It might be a road episode, a little live road uh, direct oh, yeah. response after the episode with a special, with a, maybe a plethora of special guests. We will see. We will, we'll you, see. Will, you will hear. Yeah. And until then, adios. Bye. Now, just watch.